Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. In May, three-time Tony Award nominee and Drama Desk Award winner David Yazbek guest hosted the show and interviewed the incredible musicians from his play, The Band's Visit, who also performed live in the studio, along with Tony nominee Katrina Link, who stars in the show. The Band's Visit received 11 Tony nominations. Hi, it's surreal to say it, but I'm David Yazbek hosting the Midday Show here on WNYC. I've generally been on the other side of the table talking about my work as a musician and a writer, but today I thought we could pull the curtain back on the music and musicians from my latest Broadway show, The Band's Visit, which it says here just got nominated for 11 Tonys. I am patting myself on the back as I speak. You could say it's about an Israeli band that gets stranded in Egypt, and on one hand, nothing happens, but then again... A lot happens. I know I'm biased, but one of the things that makes the production so cool, I think, is how it includes music that you don't often hear otherwise in New York or America. And so, we're going to not only hear the music, but talk with the musicians. As a special treat, Katrina Lenk, one of the stars and Tony nominees, is here on her day off to sing as well. Welcome, everyone. Uh, let's start with Georgia Bood, who uh, plays the violin and the oud in the show. Hello, hello. Hiya, George. Hi, David. I'll try to pretend that I don't see you almost weekly Ditto. to talk to you. Okay. <laughs> um, I want to, let's start by just going into one of the songs from the show, and yeah. I would love it if you could set that song up before we So we're going to do Soraya first, yeah? Yeah. So Soraya is a beautiful instrumental, it's the first instrumental interlude in the show. I think there's three, I think of them as three, there's... And we're going to play two of them today. And then the, the third one is the concert, which is this big finale we have in the show. So this is the first instrumental interlude that introduces the four incredible uh, musicians of the Alexandra Ceremonial Police Orchestra. I'll and, introduce them after we... Great. Yeah. And, and Yazbek wrote this song on the tour bus that himself, uh, me, and Katrina were on when we were touring the desert with the filmmaker of uh, the band's visit. Iran Kaliran and yeah, we I had an oud in the van and I was playing the oud and we were messing around and playing Arabic music and Yazbek asked me for the oud and I passed it back to him and he was composing as we toured the desert and drove around nothing and he woke me up from my nap a few minutes later to say listen to this listen to this and he came up with this amazing song which I really think is uh, the the big combination of classical Arabic music and his style, I think it comes to fruition in this first moment. Uh, let's hear a little bit of Soraya. Mm-hmm. 
Say that's lovely, but since I wrote it, <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it's lovely. Thank you, George. I did not write it. Um, that that was Soraya. Uh, I would uh, repeat that it was George Abood uh, playing violin. You heard Sam Sadagursky on clarinet on that tune. That was Garo Yellen on cello, Harvey Valdez on the oud, and Osama Farouk on darbuka, which is the drum that you were hearing. Um, I want to talk a little bit about these music about these uh, musical instruments that you guys are holding. Um, I want to start with the oud, uh, but I'm going to talk to you about it, George. Okay, because uh, you also play the oud. Yeah, uh, Harvey is not does not have a uh, speaking mic. Um, <laughs> the I'm looking at the oud and I see a lute basically. But you see, I you see the father of the lute actually. Oh, so you know the history of the, of the instrument. Yeah. It's, so it's, well, that I mean, you get you get figuring out your definitions for the instruments because you get asked a lot of questions about these things <laughs> well, they at look, book events. They, um, they look so odd. They look like instruments from a dream to me. They do. You know? And the, the oud has a pear-shaped back. It's fretless for the most part, right, Harvey? Yeah. I think there's some ouds that are fretted. I think Farid Al-Atrash, one of the great Egyptian oud players, did have an oud can with you, frets. Can you just explicate why being fretless is very important when you're playing Arabic music? Because when you're playing Arabic music, you you need the entire range of notes. So we're able to play between the keys on a piano. So between a white key and a black key on a piano, which is a half step in music, there are a lot of other notes. So in Arabic music, we call them quarter tones or half tones. So there's half sharps, there's half flats, which makes the music, uh, it expands it a lot more. This, there's a flavor to what you're playing, and I I realize that the flavor has to do to a very large extent to those notes between the notes that totally. you're talking about. Can you just play a scale uh, that's sort of more in Western, and then a scale that's more Arabic, and we'll, let's see if we can just sort of taste the difference a little bit. Okay, I'm not sure the name of this. I wish I was sitting next to Osama. <laughs> What is that scale called? I don't know. Actually, maybe someone doesn't know either. But this, but I'll tell you the notation of this. So this is B chord. It starts and ends on B quarter. So it's B quarter, C, C natural, D, E flat, F sharp, G, A, B quarter. And so there's a Uncle Thum song that starts. 
So these are these are these are literally notes that you just don't hear when you hear a piano because there's nothing between the notes. And right. uh, it's to me it's what it's what first perked up my ears about Arabic music. Now, Sam, you play in the show, uh, Sam Sadigersky, you play the flute, you play the clarinet, you play some saxophones, um, and you've played in my band <laughs> completely different kinds of music, uh, jazz and rock. What is the uh, what what was your journey to to go from where you were as a jazz artist to going into the Middle Eastern uh, music? Uh, it felt really natural. I think as a jazz musician, you're just you grow up picking things up by osmosis. I mean, if you want to sound like Ben Webster, you just listen to Ben Webster. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think once I was brought on here, I just listened to. George and Harvey, who had both, you know, played so much Arabic music and was able to just kind of uh, pick things up. I mean, I also have a background playing a lot of Jewish music and hearing that. That's what my father does. Um, so, so the Jewish, the Jewish influence, um, you know, the famous klezmer influence note is at the beginning of uh, Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. Mm-hmm. That first. Uh, and then there's this bend that goes yeah, way up. Yeah, the glissando. A glissando, and that probably was never heard before that in quote-unquote classical music. Do you think that's accurate? True, yeah. I mean, classical, very sort of what we'd call legit classical mm-hmm. clarinets, you know, try so, to actually avoid So the bends. klezmer kind of stuff helped, was a, sort of a gateway drug into the Arabic stuff, right? Yeah, there, there's a lot of similarities, just like, you know, the, way the, the show sort of highlights all these similarities in the culture between these two peoples who are meeting. Yes. And I think there's a lot of similarities in the music as well. Um, Osama? Yes. Now, the name of the band uh, in the band's visit is the uh, Alexandria Ceremonial Police Orchestra. Yes. You are actually from Alexandria, yes, aren't you? <laughs> um, how would you say Alexandria Ceremonial Police Orchestra in Arabic? <laughs> I would just love to um, hear you, Osama Farouk, yes. uh, master Darbuka player and, and percussionist. Thank you. Um, just these, these rhythms, which are just as important to the flavor of the music uh, as the uh, the, the uh, modal modalities that we were talking about, the scales, they seem to all have names. Yeah, um, that's true. Just, I would like to just hear little bits of maybe two or three and, the, and what they're called. Okay. This rhythm, you call it maksum. It's more for public, like, um, I mean, you use it a lot in Egypt, very public rhythm. Okay. This is like kind of classic way. You have yes. different way, like more modern. Like mm-hmm. So that's the maxum. Like fancy, yeah. This is the maxum. So that's what you'd hear the bass be going. Boom, 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 boom. Yes. Okay. What's another? What's another? Another one we use is just now in Surah. Do you call it malfouf? Malfouf. Which, yeah. Has a triplet yeah. feel to yeah. it. Yeah. Do you have? Yeah. You can add more, like you know, make it more fancy. I wish uh, I wish people could see your fingers that <laughs> right now. It's a drum that you play uh, on your lap. It looks like an hourglass, and you play it really with you're playing with your fingers more than with yeah. your with your actual palm. Yes. Well, let me just I just want to take a moment to reintroduce everybody. Um, that was Osama Farouk playing the the uh, darbuka, uh, Sam Sadigersky 
um, we just spoke to playing uh, woodwinds, um, Harvey Valdez on the oud, Georgia Bood playing the violin and the oud, and Garo Yellen uh, playing the cello. We also uh, are joined by pianist and musical director Andrea Grady and uh, Alexandra Eckhart playing the bass. I said Alexandra Grady because my Siri, when I try to call you on Siri, I say Alexandra Grody, and it says, calling Alexandra Grady. So I, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, I wanted to, I'd like to know how, uh, George, how you came to learn. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna, I'll save this for a little bit sure, later. Sure. I would like to know, Osama, d- did this music come to you through your family? How did you learn to play your instrument, and why did you choose uh percussion as your main I did it choose it just my grandfather he used to make the body of the drum and he make like different so you know he's like uh, you know the clay he used yes. to pick the drum now it's metal which is like yes. in here now yeah he used to be from the clay so um, when I'm just like you know trying to help him that he created this kind of small drum for me did you, you take know, lessons so or was it just all through no, the year just no, playing with take, no I didn't take lessons you know just like trying to do my best to to just you know feel the music and uh, you know try just to to play with the music and when and I hear you play I feel like I feel like I'm I feel like what's coming out of you is a part of you I feel like it's your blood coming out it's um, going from my heart you know the beat it's heart so you know I'm trying to just follow my heart yeah yeah a lot of percussionists have that that sort of view you know of the drum and the heart there's a kind of a holistic view. Of, of all that kind of stuff. Um, Sam, you did you start at an early age? Did you start with clarinet? What was your... Um, I started on piano, which my mother is a classical pianist, so she taught me that. And then uh, I kind of migrated once I was in, in middle school to saxophone, and then, uh, you know, later clarinet. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to... Uh, I really would like to hear uh, one of the songs from the show. Um, and... Uh, I will, I really don't want to set it up. Katrina, <laughs> who's going to sing it? Katrina Lenk is Tony-nominated uh, uh, actress for the band's visit. This is uh, this is a song called Omar Sharif. Could you just explain a little bit what it's, just set the song up a little bit? Uh, sure. This uh, song takes place in a scene in a very sort of um, empty uh, depressing cafeteria, I would say. Um, empty depressing? That'll sell some tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Who? I mean, everyone loves an empty depressing cafeteria. Yes. Uh, and and uh, Dina, uh, the character that I play, has kind of um, strongly invited Tufik, uh, the leader of the Alexander Ceremonial Police Orchestra, to come on this date with her. And uh, this is the exciting place in town. Um, and in this kind of awkward discussion they have trying to get to know each other, they... Uh, discover that they have this common interest in um, a shared interest in Um Kultum. And Um Kultum, the famous uh, Arabic singer. Yeah, yeah. Okay. From the south, 
Katrina Lenk, singing Omar Sharif from the band's visit, which I am duty-bound to mention received 11 Tony nominations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Terry Gross, and this is... Oh, wrong show and wrong person. I'm David Yazbek. I'm speaking with the incredible musicians from the band's visit, along with Katrina Lenk. You are listening to Midday on WNYC. We'll be right back after a break. With a P. Where you are, this is not Petakinka. Pick a sand 
Silent Hill of your choosing. Take some bricks that no one's using. Build some buildings, put some Jews in. Then blah blah blah. Hi, I'm David Yazbek, and we're back with the band from the band's visit here on WNYC. I need to talk to you more, Georgia Bood. Let's talk. Georgia Bood. You play the violin, you play the oud. I've heard you play the darbuka. Yes. Um, I've heard you sing Arabic. I've heard you sing jazz. Um, but you are—you came to us in this show primarily and first of all as a wonderful comic actor. In fact, you came to the show primarily as an actor, and then it turned out to our surprise and delight that you're also this world-class musician of Arabic music. Uh, what happened, George? <laughs> <laughs> what an introduction. Uh, you know. You want to talk about, like, coming onto the show? I want to talk about you. I just I'm interested in your sort of your training and your impulses. You know, I sure. I know you came to the music as many people do through sort of the family and through but where the acting came from out of the music, out of performing. You know, cuz a lot of Arabic people don't act or encourage themselves to or their families are not supportive of it. That's why a lot of us are doctors and lawyers and <laughs> and uh, that's a wonderful thing this show is doing I think is uh, a lot of young kids in high school and college are writing me and saying it's nice that there's representation for them uh, and they're encouraged by that but I think uh, I always I started on music similar to Osama when I was a little boy I got a Dirbaki and uh, we all call it different things depending where you're from I'm Lebanese and uh, we say Dirbaki so all my brothers started on the Dirbaki I have two older brothers who also play music and then we each transitioned into a different instrument, and then we had like a little family band, and then I went to the violin. And then in high school, I found acting, and I really loved it, and I found singing then too. And it makes sense, because we have so many characters in our lives growing up. You have huge families, and you have huge communities of wacky, wacky people who are all shapes and sizes of uh, hilarity. Mm -hmm. And um, <laughs> it's something you want to emulate, and. And we come from a, a story-based culture, too. Like, that's the same thing with the music. We're telling stories all the time. Um, we're talking to each other. We're communicating in that in an artistic way. So I think it's a natural fit for George, did you, every did, people. But did you find yourself in school acting in shows? Is, is, was that your trajectory? Yeah, so in high school, I, just saw, I, I made a decision. I said, should I go into violin or should I go into acting? And I figured theater could support both things I like to do. And... And then I'm in a show where I get to do everything I, I like to do. So that's amazing. So it all worked out. So I went to college in Detroit, where I'm from, for acting. And then I moved to New York. And then I met David Yazbek. And the rest is history. The rest is radio. <laughs> the rest is radio. Um, I would, I really would like to, you've, you came with a, uh, a classical song, an Arabic song. Yes. Um, and... Uh, Awet Aini, yes. which uh, means I'm addicted to looking at you. You you introduced me to this song actually, yeah, like two years ago. I I, I love it. Um, any any background to the song? At this all? is one of my favorite. This is an Um Kulthum song, which is uh, the huge artist that Katrina just sang about, um, who is called Kaukaba Shark, which means Star of the East, and uh, or Planet of the East. That's how huge this this woman was. She was heard everywhere and she did a monthly concert the first Thursday of every month and this would be broadcast over the radio and every and like the world would stop the Arab world would stop and everyone would be filing into cafes and into people's homes to listen to the radio to hear the new Um Kulthum song or to hear her sing uh, one of their old favorites and she'd sing 
I two or three songs per concert because the songs are epic. They're um, the the structure of them. They're like in five to seven different parts, but the length of them could last upwards of an hour to an hour and a half per song. Okay, so we are going to be uh, finished just around. Um Probably just around John Schaefer's show at 11.30 p.m. <laughs> so everyone, all you listeners, get ready. This is one song. <laughs> so this is Awitaini, which is a very, very beautiful song, meaning I, I'm addicted to looking at you, lyrics by Ahmed Rami and music by Riyad al-Sanbati. George Abood. That was George Abood playing the Oud. Yes. It rhymes, and that should be how it is. It's important, yeah. Um, and singing uh, in Arabic. Uh, do you speak Arabic, George? I do not. I'm not fluent in Amazing. Arabic. I can speak Amazing. it, and I really speak just the songs. <laughs> but Garo can translate, um, <laughs> which he's been um, doing the entire time. Garo is the cellist who <laughs> completely doesn't speak Arabic. Um, <laughs> and playing... And playing uh, the Darbuka was Osama, backing up George. Osama Farouk, who can certainly speak Arabic, yeah. and uh, who's a, a brilliant um, 
drummer as well. We're also here with Sam Sadigursky uh, playing the uh, wood, various woodwinds, Harvey Valdez uh, on oud, Garo Yellen playing cello and speaking when he shouldn't, um, <laughs> Alexandra Eckhart on upright bass, and Andrea Grody Yay! playing the piano, and Katrina Lank, who has been kind enough to join us to sing. Um, Katrina, I just want to ask you a couple of questions Uh-oh. since you're here. Okay. Um, how familiar were you with Middle Eastern music before you joined the band's visit? Um, not really at all. Uh, I, if I heard it, I didn't know what I was listening. I didn't know how to listen to it, I think. Um, and because of the show and because of George Aboud's generous, intelligent uh, knowledge of Arabic music, I, I feel like now when I listen to it, I have at least an idea of what I'm listening for and, and how to listen. What What flipped for you? Was there a moment when you sort of felt it, that the the modalities and the rhythms of Arabic music sort of filter in and you could sort of got it, you sort of understood? Um, I don't think you need, it doesn't take time, but, you know, did you feel it at some point? Yeah, I think it uh, was when uh, George explained to me the 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 construct of the the way that class Arabic classical music works with the it's like circular and the um, the phrases uh, will repeat and repeat uh, and um, di- with different embellishments and uh, I think once I understood that that's what was happening I think that's when I was like oh wow I would love to know <laughs> you know since you're out since you're I mean you're you're a great musician you you play uh, viola and fiddle you're not just an actor who happens to be good with music. You're a musician as well. You've played with us and with my band and me, and um, I've heard you improvise. Um, but as an actress, uh, getting into... It's very interesting to think about how you were getting into a certain type of music and also getting into a role at the same mm. time. How are those two things related, if at all? Um, so related. Uh, Did one help you with the other? I, I think... Um, yeah, both. They they helped each other because uh, you know whenever you do a role, you do as much research as you can to find out like what what does this character know that I don't know, and why do they like these things, and and the things that um, someone likes tells you a lot about them and their lives. Uh, so learning about the Arabic music definitely informed what I knew about Dina and vice versa. I think um, I would love to hear. At least a little bit of more music, if if we can. Um, would you? Uh, I guess George has the mic. So George, would you just set up this last? Uh, sure. This, this last is uh, this is Haj Butris, which I, I believe is your aunt or your grandmother's maiden name. It's a family name. It's a family name. So Yazbek beautifully incorporated a lot of his family names into the names of the instrumental songs, which I love. Uh, so this is the second instrumental interlude in the band's visit, and this is when my character joins the four guys who have been kind of exhaustedly and enjoying their hot summer night in the desert. And we play this song where each person uh, in classical Arabic form takes a solo, and we and Yazbek created a, a musical bed that <laughs> lasts underneath, and then we each improvise on top of that. So this is Haj Boutra's. One, 
That was the Alexandria Ceremonial Police Orchestra, who you can see on stage in the band's visit uh, on Broadway. Uh, Thank you all for joining me. I'm David Yazbek, and I've been speaking with the incredible musicians from the band's visit, along with Katrina Lenk. This is Midday on WNYC. We'll be right back after a break.